And welcome back to the Heather McCoy Show. Joining us on the line is Robert Larson. He comes up to us from the other side of the Cleveland National Forest. Welcome to the show, Robert. Hi, Heather. Good to be with you. Uh, yeah, great to be with you, too. Um, so we're going to start off the show with a high school girl in Corona. She is being bullied by other girls, certainly. things Something that happens in other communities as well. And this bullying is taking place at, both online and at school. Again, nothing different. But then um, there's a scene from the Christmas story breaks out in her front lawn. Can you tell us how this plays out? Yeah, the yeah, it's bad enough when you're being bullied at school and online, and you know, like you said, this is what goes on these days. But then when the the kids who are taunting you come to your house, and uh, this is even worse. So this is what happened, and the. Uh, girls, uh, I guess there's a ringleader, the sort of main bully and some of her friends that came to the house and were taunting the girl through the front door, saying things. And yeah, I guess the mother had come to the door, the mother or the father, they were both involved. And then the mom is telling the girls, you know, you have to leave, but this is, you're harassing us, please leave. And they're like, no, make us, that kind of thing. And this went back and forth for a while, and then the uh, girl says, oh, I'm not going to leave. What are you going to do? Beat me up. And then <laughs> the mom says, no, but my daughter is, and then kind of like shoved her daughter out this door, and she just kind of went at it with the girl that was bullying her, just kind of threw a punch, and they were throwing down and were on the grass in the front yard, and... I, I don't think anyone got hurt that bad. It probably looked bad. There was I haven't seen the video, but supposedly there was a YouTube video put up. And uh, anyway, the some punches were thrown. The I guess the girl who was being bullied got the better of the bully, which kind of always <laughs> does my heart good, I guess. And it always seems to happen since the kid that's I, getting bullied seems to have a lot of pent-up rage, too. And a lot of pent-up rage, and the bully is not really expecting it. So, um, you know, I'm not, not that I'm promoting violence, but if there's going to be a fight and it's the bully getting his or her butt kicked, I kind of kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they're 15-year-olds, so it's not like adult violence. It's just two kids that have had enough of each other, and this is how it plays out sometimes. Right, and, and uh, so the now the, how this played out beyond this is that the police got involved, came to the house and arrested the mother. And the mother is being uh, charged with uh, suspicion of battery, assault with the deadly weapon, willful harm to a child and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. I, I shouldn't say she's being charged. I guess she was arrested on suspicion of these crimes I just listed. Yeah. And, uh, I guess there'll there'll be a hearing, and anyway, so it seems kind of like yeah, you were just saying it was kids just having a fight, working things out. But I think the authorities are looking at this like the mom didn't handle this correctly. That when the kids wouldn't leave, she should have just called the police and let the police handle it. No, and right, and the girl's going to still be bullied. And this is what the father said. The father was not arrested, but the father is saying. Uh, look, we're we're not making any apologies here. My daughter was being bullied. We feel um, 
that the altercation proved its worth because we don't have to worry about this little girl coming to bully my daughter anymore. Yeah. And I kind of find it hard to disagree with that unless there are some facts here that we don't know about. You know, but he's saying, you know, she stood up to the bully and that's usually the only way you stop a bully. And so I don't think the girl has been arrested or being charged with anything, but the mother has been. So this is kind of sad. And I, you know, on the one hand, I feel good that a bully was probably stopped. On the other hand, it's like, is the mother going to be doing some time for this? And, you know, like I said, maybe there's some other facts we don't know. Nothing else has been reported. But as it stands, it seems that, you know, this is a thing that's like, okay, boom, we're stopping this here. Yeah. And it seems like a lot of, you know, normal adolescent behavior is now like in the you know, no, no book in the police code or something. It's, it's very crazy. Cause I mean, things like this happened all the time in high school and you just dust each other off and move on. I don't understand why there's need to be charges at all. And where's the deadly weapon, by the way? Yeah, I don't know. So it seems like they were kind of trumping up some charges here and the, I, I made a mistake. I don't think there was ever like the video was put up on YouTube, but there was a video that someone probably took with their cell phone or, you know, their smartphone video camera and but I guess the authorities have this, and that's what they're going off of. In that the mom was egging on the fight, telling her daughter to whoop the girl, you know. So southern accent. What southern accent? Uh, I don't know. They didn't say anything about a southern accent, but you can kind of picture that, huh? Yeah, me myself. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm. It doesn't appear, nobody's saying that the mom was involved in the fighting at all, but just saying, look, go ahead and take care of this, saying this to her daughter, kick this girl's butt. Yeah, because, I mean, her the mom can, I'm sorry, the mom can tell, like, how miserable her daughter's life's being made because of this person, and who wouldn't root for that, you know? Yeah, so uh, I hope it puts an end to the bullying, I hope the mom doesn't have to do any time for this uh she there was thirty five thousand dollars bail that oh god and was released i know it seems a little bit excessive because they said the girl who the bully who got sort of beat up here didn't suffer any really serious damage nobody went to the hospital and but i think maybe the authorities are thinking well there could have been serious damage kids fighting is a lot like you know hockey fights a few punches are thrown they get up off the ice and life goes on yeah, and sometimes they end up being friends after that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy. Um, in Jarupa, uh, the local sheriff has a new policy around homeless camps uh, that show up around town. But uh, you feel that there's something being missed in this new policy? Yeah, I, I, this story I, I read, this was in the Press Enterprise about uh, the community of Jarupa, which is outside of Riverside. And uh, there's some areas that are a little bit almost kind of rural out there, but there are some homeless camps in the area, which you and I have talked about other homeless camps in the Inland Empire. It seems like there are quite a few of them. But uh, anyways, Drupa, they, they seem to have a policy that they're kind of putting into place here for dealing with these homeless camps that I feel is a step in the right direction, is a positive move. And so instead of when they get complaints about 
homeless people in a certain area, that there seemed to be some criminal activity associated, or it's just a disturbance to people or businesses in the area. They go, the sheriff deputies come in and they usually kind of rouse them, maybe arrest a couple people or just kind of force them to move along. And they just go and set up a homeless camp somewhere else. So they're putting a team together of like trying to find a better way to deal with this and where they include psychologists and social workers and other professionals that can maybe add some way to deal with this situation, which I think is great. I think this is a really good thing. Instead of just criminalizing the whole thing, well, we've got some issues here. How do we deal with this? But I, I kind of feel like what's missed here and what is often missed in these kinds of stories and the bigger reporting of it is that why? Why are there so many homeless camps? Yeah. And I know a lot of reasons why, but it, it's like the sort of main consensus out there about it is people just don't even want to talk about it you don't hear about it much on broadcast news it's just occasionally they'll say oh yeah we broke up as a homeless camp or if there's somebody gets killed or something you'll hear about it but it's just like let's just kind of move along and let's pretend that there aren't homeless camps all over the place and i think that's a bigger issue we need to be looking at and what do we do about that yeah although i, I as i said this is a really nice step in the right direction and San Jacinto, uh, beer was stolen at a convenience store, and uh, unfortunately for the clerk, he was hit over the head with the beer, and he was unconscious. The perp didn't stop there, and he started kicking and beating on the clerk at the convenience store. I think he just got out of the coma, you were saying, and um, yeah, this is an ugly story. Yeah, it is really an ugly story. I mean, it's uh, a young guy, 21-year-old, goes into 7-Eleven, and grabs a beer and kind of runs out with it. This kind of thing happens a lot, and it's not a super big deal, but it's it's still stealing. And a lot of stores have a policy that you don't chase after the thief. You just maybe say something, hey, put that back, you know, and then maybe call the police. But you don't chase after them. That, that's a policy at a lot of stores. I don't know if there was a policy at this store, but if there was, either there wasn't, or there, or there was, and this guy just wasn't following the policy. But he ran after the guy. The guy turned around, hit him over the head with the beer bottle. Ooh. I think they were saying it was a forty-ounce beer bottle. So this oh. is, a, you know, piece of the glass. Um, so that would be bad enough. So he knocked him out with that, and then started running away, and then decided to turn around and beat the guy some more, who was already unconscious. So the guy suffered a lot of damage, uh, ended up in a coma. So it's it's kind of just really sad and pathetic that somebody would put someone into a coma for trying to stop them from stealing a beer. And it's just kind of sad that you're just maybe doing your job and just trying to stop a thief and you're going to be put into a coma over that. Yeah. So I, he has recovered to for the most part and is out of the coma, which is great. But So the guy is... Um, being uh, going to go on trial. They've set a trial date for this and uh, for June. He's only 21 years old. He's he's a probationer, so he's already been got a criminal record, burglaries, I think a couple of burglary convictions, for which he didn't serve any time, though. He was just given probation for both. Wow. You know, you would think the second one, you would have been given some time. Yeah, you would think that. And uh, maybe... 
you should have been because th- this probably wouldn't have happened then. Yeah, definitely. So real, it's it's a sad story. Real briefly, uh, a drought update in the Inland Empire. Uh, the drought update? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think we talked about it last week. How the the drought is it's it's really bad out here. Um, we have several lakes and reservoirs that are just way down in their levels because of the last two seasons of very little rain. But we had this huge storm. Was that last week? About a week ago, right? Yeah, there was, there was, I think that was last week. Yeah, last last weekend. Yeah. Anyway, so that that was great. We got a few inches of rain, and um, this actually has made a slight dent. It's at least a step in the right direction. But um, Canyon Lake, which is one of the reservoirs out here, is uh, actually went up five feet on this. So I think they're saying there's a formula they have. Well, for certain lakes, it depends on how much drainage you have. Uh-huh. Like if just the rainfall going into the lake, you're only going to rise up so much. Okay. Uh, but if you have the rainfall going into the lake, but you also have creeks flowing in, that they are swollen with water, and water just coming in from draining here and there, it, it can actually go up quite a bit. Like a few inches of rain can actually make a lake go up a few feet. And this is what happened at Canyon Lake, and it's because uh, it's got two creeks flowing into it, so it's gone up five feet, and it's only a foot from the top of the dam, which I guess you would say it's full, which is great. But that's really the only lake in the area that's done gone up that much. Lake Elsinore used to be fed directly by the two creeks that fill Canyon Lake, but Canyon Lake is in between those creeks and Lake Elsinore. Canyon Lake's an artificial lake. And so it, it, Lake Elsinore only gets a substantial amount of water from these former feeding tributaries when Canyon Lake overflows. So Lake Elsinore people are hoping it'll overflow. <laughs> and uh, so if we get some more rain in the next few weeks, it could go that extra foot higher and go over the top. I think they can release water from the bottom of the dam, and they do that periodically, but Elsinore is only going to get a substantial amount if it goes over the top. But all the others, Lake Hammett, um, uh, it's only gone up six inches. Um, Lake Arrowhead went up a decent amount, uh, 20.4 inches. Big Bear Lake up over 10 inches. So, yeah, it's it's been some improvement. But these all of these lakes were down so far that it's it's not enough. But we, there are snow in the mountains now that will be melting and will be feeding, you know, throughout the spring. But we've got a ways to go. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is the snow hasn't melted yet. But hopefully we're not out of storm season yet. We got until May and we can cross our fingers that we get hit with a few more storms between now and then. Yeah, I'd really like that. Yeah, it just says just for a change of weather, too. I, I hate when it's sunny out all the time. Anyways, so Robert Larson, he comes to us from the other side of the Cleveland National Forest. Thank you for being on the show this morning. All right, Heather, it's my pleasure. Yeah, of course. And uh, this is the Heather McCoy Show. <laughs>